Are you sick of the same old boring, traditional corporate view on leadership? If so, you've come to the right place. This is the Executive Millennial Project. Host Leon Burks is prepared to share with you effective strategies that will increase your leadership awareness and transform you into a trailblazing millennial leader. Hey guys, for our top of this podcast, and it's something that is very interesting because we're, as millennials, we're very aggressive people. Uh, Chances are, if you're listening to this, that you're a very aggressive person when it comes to your personal professional development. So one major question that we need to talk about is, do you value the relationship more than the victory? Because we can't do anything without people. And if you want to strive for significance, you have to have people to do this. So is it more important to be right or is it more important to be to treasure that relationship with that individual or that entity, that business? Who knows? So one of the best lessons that I've learned over the course of my leadership journey um, is you have to value that person more than the circumstances or the debate. And uh, I know I'm crazy competitive and it served it served me well in sports. Uh, when I graduated West Point, climbing the corporate ladder and just doing things in coaching. And it's always this is, I've always desired to be the best. And I but this this really came at a price for me. Um, it was a very steep price. And uh, I, while I was dating a very dynamic woman, um, she was way and this person, she was way ahead of her field. Um, and, and she was internationally sought of as a political consultant. She was known as the Olivia Pope. I'll just put it that way from Scandal, if you're familiar. Um, but we know Olivia needed to be understood. And she was amazing at debating. And um, and I was challenged. I was personally and professionally challenged on a very consistent basis. And I took this as, a t- as an opportunity to get better. Um, I was good at negotiation. I've gotten better since then. Um, but throughout the course of the relationship, it was an iron, iron sharpens iron moment. Like that whole relationship was iron sharpening iron and it was really no harmonious feelings there. But um, most of the time I won, most of the time I won. She she pulled me aside one time and said, Leon, um, must you win every time? You will not stop unless you're victorious. And I'm, and I really thought, I really thought that she was, I was like, you are, you're quite perceptive. You're really quite perceptive. Um, but she knew I was uber competitive. And I replied, I'm like, winning is fun. Wouldn't you agree? And she said, yes. With all that winning. Yes, winning is fun. But with all that winning, is the cost of my love worth it? And at that moment, I realized that with every strike of the hammer and an effort, to win an argument or debate, I was killing the love she had for me until it was no longer there. So, now I was like, now this woman, now this woman has moved on, fell in love with another man, understood that I understood this more, and I was currently expecting, and now she's currently expecting the bundle of joy, or by this time she would have had the bundle of joy. with all that I get in, you get understanding. And at the point I had no, I had not understood. I was using a hammer to swat a fly. So 
when you, when you think about that, how many times have you have you all just been able to? I know I'm right, so I'm not going to back down. I'm, and but you you fail to take the holistic picture as does it matter if you're right or wrong? Or what matters is that you can concede on this thing so you can enjoy the bounty of that beautiful relationship you have with that person or that company or that customer or your teammate. <clears throat> is every fight worth winning a fight? Do you have to hit people over the head to swat a fly? So, I mean, let's take a look at ways to avoid this type of result in your life. Um, I know it's in John Maxwell's book, Winning with People, there's a systematic way he uses to check, your, check yourselves before we quote unquote wreck ourselves. Um, and since this instance happened to me a couple years ago, this has paid massive dividends in my current relationships with people, um, whether they're personal or professional. And so we take a look at the total picture. Um, Have you solved the problem long before it's been laid out before you? Uh, that's a common occurrence for most of us. We instantly hear what we think the problem is and we already have an answer for it. But to keep from hammering people with the answers before they finished asking the question, follow this process. Listen. Ask questions. Listen again. Ask more questions. Listen some more. Then respond. Listen with the intent to understand, not with the intent to respond. And like I find out when I slow down, I respond patiently and appropriately. But also we, we need to think about timing. When you act as important as just taking the right action. Like even knowing when not to act can be important. Um, Lady Dorothy Neville observed that a real art of conversation is not only when you say the right thing in the right place, but to leave the unsaid the wrong thing at the tempting moment. But to leave unsaid the wrong thing at the tempting moment. Um, it seems to me that most common cause of bad timing in relationships is selfish motives. And for that reason, when the little things start to bother us, our number one objective must be putting our personal agendas aside and building the relationship. Because like, once you've examined your motives, then you need to ask yourself two very important questions. Am I ready to confront? I mean, that's a pretty easy answer because it's really a matter of whether you've done your homework. And this, But the second, the next question is harder. <coughs> is the other person ready to hear? And like, if you laid the relational foundation by asking those questions and really understanding, and then the two of you are not in the heat of battle, then the answer is more likely to be yes. And so with that, we can cover in tone. So we've talked about we've talked about the timing. We've also gone over the total picture. And now we're going to deal with the tone because the, in Proverbs, it says a soft answer turns away wrath and a harsh word stirs up anger. And like, haven't you found have you really found out to be true that like most people ought to respond more out of out of our attitudes and actions than our words? And like many Petty conflicts occur because people use the wrong tone of voice. Have you ever been using a text message and you're like, you can't denote the tone of the text message. So you said a responded back and using words that weren't appropriate when you realize it was a person maybe just asking the question, but you took it as an insinuating statement. So, so the next time someone says something to you in anger, respond with gentleness and kindness. The response in the other person is likely to tone down if not soften their attitude. 
And so let's think about the temperature. It's like as tempers flare, people are prone to dropping bombs when it's a, when a slingshot will do. So <clears throat> recently within one of my teams of people, we had to take a two-week timeout just because the temperature wasn't right for us to have this, conver have this conversation. Um, some people felt certain types of way about certain actions others had taken. And we come to find out that all of this could have been solved months before if people stepped across the aisle. But we wouldn't have been able to got to that point because the temperature wasn't right. And so if the temperature isn't right, it can cause a lot of trouble because the size of the problem changes based on the heat that's applied to it. <clears throat> so in general, if the reaction is more heated than the action, the, it usually increases. If the reaction is less intense than the action, the problem usually decreases. And like that's why I try to follow a self-imposed guideline that uh, I like to call the reprimand <laughs> rule for myself. Take 30 seconds to share your feelings and then it's over. Like anytime we let a little thing create a big reaction longer than 30 seconds, then we're using the hammer and not the flash water. So Abraham Maslow once observed, it's like the great psychologist, if the only tool you have is a hammer, then you, then you tend to see every problem as a nail. And that might work with some issues, but it's terrible. It's a horrible, it's a horrible way to treat people and the people you work with, especially the people that you're leading. So the relationships require more judicious treatment in business and in life. Like pay attention to the four T's in the conflict that we just talked about. And especially regarding the little things, and you'll be more likely to solve the problem while you're preserving your relationships. And so, <clears throat> so based upon all that, that, that really just came from an excerpt I was really reading out of, um, Winning with People by John Maxwell. And it reminded me of that situation that I had with someone who was very near and dear to me. And don't make that same mistake. For me, I learned that lesson on the personal side. But just think about how many times you've been oblivious to yourself using a hammer in your business relationships. I just wonder if you used, if you took the time to be intentional and sat back and just listened and listened and listened and listened, then responded at the right time and at the right temperature, how much better that reaction would have been. So that's all we have for the day, guys. Greatly appreciate your time. This is Leon from Executive Millennial. <clears throat> Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, download this podcast, keep it with you. Um, and then just to keep you updated, we have some things coming in the works. There's a book release coming out. There's also some intentional living masterminds that will be coming. Also, there's also some training that will be coming. I'll keep you posted and updated in further podcasts. But it's great to be with you. It's Leon from ExecutiveMillennial.com, where we can take executives to the next level through leadership, through candor, and through just having fun and having our wonderful lifestyles that we love. So talk to you guys later. Ciao. Thank you for tuning in to the Executive Millennial Project. Be sure to follow Leon on Twitter, Periscope, and Instagram at LeonBJR. Until next time.